Hello, this is Colin Ellis, also known as author QC Ellis, and welcome to the Make Progress with Meditation podcast, and welcome to episode four, and with this episode being an even number, we're going to do a meditation. However, before we get into that, there's a couple of things I want to mention. Welcome to anybody who's new. And do check out the previous episodes. The first one was about the types of meditation, of which visualization is one type. The second episode, we did a meditation, and that was one to relax and to really get into relaxed absorption, which is actually excellent if you're stressed to get into absorption because that really helps to release stress. And in the third episode, we discuss ways of getting around some sort of bias that some people have, that they think that if a visualization includes things that they don't believe in, then they can't do that visualization. I'll give you ways and tips of how you can get around that, as well as a lot of other things. And I said then that I would tell you in this episode how to meditate if you cannot visualize. So... So what I'm not going to do today is give you ways of enhancing your visualizations so you can get more from them. However, I have put together a little kit, Enhance Your Visualization Kit, and you you can get that for free uh, by joining my newsletter. Go to qcellis.com, so that's Q for question, C for Colin, E for Ellis, so that's a so qcellis.com slash podcast four and that's simply the digit four at the end of podcast and that's where you'll get your enhance your visualization kit absolutely free when you join my newsletter so the first tip i have for doing a, a visualization if you feel that you can't visualize is to recognize that visualization actually should be called imagination because what we're doing is we are using our imagination. So if you cannot visualize, does that mean that you have no imagination? Does it mean that you are incapable of being creative? I think the, the answer you would give me is that that's ridiculous, it's stupid. So if you can imagine something, whether it's you have a, an actual visual image in your head or not, then you can definitely use visualization. The only reason we use that word visualization instead of imagination is because it's been used for a long time now to mean that type of meditation where we use our imagination. So if you do have an imagination that you cannot visualize, well, what does this mean? It means one of two different things, and I'll go through them. The first thing that it could be is that you have other ways of imagining or using your creativity. And like I said, the part of the reason why visualization is called visualization is because the majority of people have a quite strong visual ability in their mind when they're imagining. But there is a, also a whole group of people who are more auditory. So this would mean that 
you may tell the story in your head. And if you do that, then you're using your imagination. It may be that you're more attuned to the feelings in your body or your emotions, and therefore you'd feel things in your imagination. Or it might be that you simply have a knowing, a sense of things happening. So there's plenty of people who, when they want to imagine stuff, they simply know what it's about. But they haven't had any visuals in their head. They haven't told themselves the story either. You know, there's no auditory. And they're not really particularly emotional. They might even feel that they're a bit more logical. But they have a sense that something's going on and that uh, their imagination has worked. <laughs> they may have a full concept just drop into their mind. Another way in which this I cannot visualise comes, comes about is because we have an idea of what visualisation means. That we feel that it means that we must have a full colour, high definition movie of whatever we are trying to visualise, and if we haven't got that, then we're no good at visualising. So here's some tips for you. If you can see anything at all, and even if you can't, even if you're going the, the audio way or the emotional feeling way or the knowing way, it could be vague. It could be fleeting. It could be ephemeral or ghost-like. So the major two words here are vague and fleeting. So if you just have a flash of an image, very fast, and it's come and gone, you could say, well, I didn't visualise it, I just had a flash of something. <laughs> or it might be so fast that we don't really hold it long enough in our mind to recognise that we saw something. So this is why some people think they are maybe more of a knowing uh, type person. But actually, they just had a dozen images flash through their head and so fast <laughs> that they really didn't catch them. So this is part of what the Enhancing Your Visualization Kit does. It actually gives you tools so that you can start catching those fleeting uh, images that pass through our head. And it can be ephemeral and ghost-like. So no high definition, no full colour, very vague, very quick and ghost-like, as in... You can't really tell exactly what's going on. And that means you've had a visualisation. That means your subconscious mind is working on something. It could also be representational. For instance, I did a visualisation where I took people up, 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 above the head, up to the sky. And we were heading towards a place of peace and spaciousness. And... For a few people, they have things like, oh, I found myself sitting on a cloud, or I found myself flying like an eagle through the sky. Basically, their subconscious mind had created pictures that represented the spaciousness and the peace. That's absolutely fine. I would just like you to also know that if you find yourself 
visualizing the stuff that's absolutely allowed for your subconscious mind to give you other representational pictures and take you in a slightly different path because it's all for your benefit. So that's the, the final thing on this little list is it's your imagination, your mind. Really don't worry if your mind takes you on a slightly different path. It's all okay. So when I'm teaching meditation, I always tell people what to expect before we actually dive into the meditation. On this meditation, we are going to go on a mental holiday. At the start, we find ourselves on a field just above the beach. We walk to the uh, steps. There are seven steps down. On each step, you drop a bucket of stress. And I'll tell you what the buckets contain. But they're basically buckets of water that represent buckets of stress. So when you get down to the beach, you're already de-stressed quite a lot. We'll take a little walk along the beach, find somewhere to lie down and allow the sun and the sky to release more stress from your system. And at some point we'll get out the measuring gauge just to check to see how much happiness you've got available to you right now. And we may even try and tweak that to allow yourself to be even more happy. So that sounds canny. And then we'll come back. Very simple, really easy. You don't have to visualize any of it. And I will be using other senses as well. So if you're ready, I'd like you to get yourself nice and comfortable. Initially, we're going to take a couple of deep breaths in to tell your body and mind you're about to meditate. So a nice deep breath in. And on the out breath, allow your muscles to relax and relax and relax some more. Another deep breath in. And on the out breath, allowing all the muscles in your body to relax more and more and more. Breathing naturally and smoothly. Allowing your body to relax more deeply with each out breath. Allowing your muscles to relax more deeply. Allowing yourself to move if you feel you need to move to make yourself more comfortable. Allowing your body to settle and rest. And when you're ready, I'd like you to use your imagination. I'd like you to imagine that you're in a field. 
may be seeing the green grass, may be feeling the, the ground beneath your feet, may be seeing the blue sky above you, or feeling the breeze, noticing there is a warm breeze, with the blue sky and the sun shining, nice warm breeze. You may even notice the, the sound of the sea just over there. And just down there, down a few steps, just over there, a beautiful secluded beach ready for you to explore. I would like you to imagine walking along towards the steps. Feeling the warmth against your skin as the sun shines. Hearing the waves. Maybe you can smell the sea as you get closer. And by the time you get to the top of the steps, you can see the beautiful colour of open water. And using your imagination, you're going to put down an imaginary bucket of water. That bucket of water will represent various kinds of stress. So when you're ready, I would like you to take that first step down and leaving behind on that step any limiting beliefs that create stress in your life putting that to one side, allowing yourself to relax. And we're going to take the next step down. Down the next step, another bucket of water. And this time it represents all the fears and anxiety that you may have picked up throughout your life. Feeling yourself relax as you let go of that bucket full of fears and anxiety, ready to take the next step, down, down you go, relaxing as you go, and this bucket represents your worries, and maybe shame, all of the worries and shame that you've picked up now be put down, ready to go down one more step, feeling even more relaxed, down the step, that's right, and here we leave behind a bucket of trauma, all the traumas, big and small, are left behind in this bucket. Ready to take the next step down, down the next step, relaxing more and more fully. And here we leave the bucket that represents all the times that we may have felt despondent or depressed. All those moments where we felt no hope or that nothing would work out this bucket 
is left here, leaving you feeling a lot lighter as you go down the next step. This is the sixth of the seven steps, and you can let go now of all the stress created by anger and resentment are left here in this bucket. And down the last step is the step seven, where there's another bucket before you walk onto the sand. And in this bucket, you leave behind all the physical, emotional and mental tiredness. And you can say that no wonder we're tired after carrying all those buckets of stress around with us for so long. But then that creates even more stress. So we're leaving that behind. Feeling your feet walking on the sand. Feeling so much lighter. Feeling the warmth of the sand after it's been in the sun. Now I'd like you to look in your pocket. You find in your pocket a little gauge. It's a bit like a temperature gauge, but it's also got a dial on it. I'd like you to check the temperature. Make sure that the temperature is okay for you. That it's not too hot. And with that little breeze that it's not too cool. But I'd also like you to do a little experiment with your imagination. Once you've got it to the level that you want it, I'd like you to put it up one. Just make it a little bit warmer. And then when you're ready, turn the dial down two notches so it's a bit cooler than you might really want it to be. And then when you're ready, bring it back up to the optimum temperature. So you're feeling really comfortable, nice and warm, just right. But also know that you can change things. This is your imagination. And you are in control. I would like you to walk across to the sea and feel the sea lapping across your feet and feel how warm the sea is. And allow yourself to play. This is your holiday, your mental holiday, and you're definitely allowed to play. And when you're ready, I'd like you to find a spot where you can lie down. We're doing this for a very special reason. You can play afterwards again. You can come back at any time and play, in fact. So I'd like you to find a nice spot to lie down on the sand, 
Maybe you can imagine a, a blanket waiting for you. Whatever's right for you. And lying there on the beach with a big blue sky above you. And you're letting the sun warm your body and heart and release you of your struggles. The sun is evaporating your resistance to life and happiness. Allow yourself to relax more deeply. Allow your struggles and stress to evaporate. Allow all resistance to fall away as you deeply relax. And when you're ready, I would like you to look up to the sky and you may see a small cloud forming as your stresses are released into space. Allow your stress to be released. And you remember that temperature cage in your pocket. I'd like you to get that out again. But notice this time it's not for temperature. It's for your happiness quarter. You may notice as your stress is given away to the hungry sky that loves to transmute your stress and resistance into other positive forms of energy, you may notice your happiness gauge rises. The more you let go of stress, the happier you become and without the need to do anything. I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, could you let go of a little more stress and allow your gauge to go up one more notch. Or maybe more. I'm wondering maybe if you'd want to play with this gauge and see how high you can take it today. How high will you allow your happiness quarter to go up, how much resistance of life and how much stress are you going to allow yourself to let go of now? Could you let go of all that stress and allow yourself to be happy? If you could, would you let go of all the stress 
throughout your whole system from your whole life now. And if you could, and if you would, when, if not now. And now it's starting to get time to go back to the steps, gently rising from the sand or whatever you are lying on. And on the way you can play, maybe playing in the water, maybe playing in the sand, allowing every part of your body and mind to accept that new quarter, that new happiness level. And in your own time, when you're ready, when you get back to the steps, you may notice that either the buckets have gone, the sky has gobbled it all up with the help of the sun to evaporate it, taking it away and transmuted it into positive energies. And all you have to do now is to allow the energy of happiness, the energy of joy, to engulf all of that space left behind by the stresses of the past. So you may be wanting to skip up these steps from seven to six, to five, to four, to three, to two, and one. Back to the green field, wherever it was where you started on this imaginary journey into your own mind. And then gently, in your own way, in your own time, bringing yourself to the present moment, but without the stress, and with a higher level of happiness quarter to take into your day. Maybe wiggling your toes, becoming more aware of your body, maybe wiggling your fingers, maybe having a stretch. And last of all, allowing your eyes to open in their own time, nice and gently. If it is a bit bright, then I suggest putting your palms over your eyes, opening your eyes with the palms there and then gently removing them to allow a bit more and more light. Well done. That's right. Nice stretch, wiggling your fingers and toes and getting into your body, everything back into the room. And if you do have any questions for me, go to qcellis.com slash podcast, where there is a widget where you can do a voice message to me, or you can just email me at colin at qcellis.com.
and I look forward to sharing more with you via the newsletter. Ciao for now.